Most people struggle to respond when somebody asks the all too familiar question, what do you do? And because of that, they're missing out on marketing opportunities every day. My name is Kurt Stockwell, and as a StoryBrand certified guide with over 11 years of marketing experience, I've helped hundreds of businesses create marketing that actually works. You're listening to the One Liner Workshop podcast, and in every episode, you'll learn how to create a powerful one-liner that'll make people want to do business with you. Reba is the co-founder and CEO of Custom Pins and Buckles. Her company operates within a highly specialized industry, and like many business owners in a niche field, she faces the challenge of effectively describing her unique product. When attempting to explain her company's services, Reba often resorts to a mission statement laden with industry-specific terminology. She recognizes that this approach often lacks clarity and really leaves individuals perplexed rather than captivated. Today, our objective is to resolve this issue for Reba by formulating a clear and memorable one-liner. Let's get started. How do you currently answer the question, what do you do? I say Custom Pins and Buckles' mission is to craft memorable collectibles that remind customers of personal achievements or collectibles that can be sold to raise funds for their favorite charity. Okay, so that's a mouthful. It is. Yeah, so when you say that, what do you feel like your biggest struggle is when describing what you do, or what do you feel like the biggest issue is when people hear it? What do they get confused? They don't really understand what I do. It's kind of unusual. And unless you're in law enforcement or the military, make collectibles for law enforcement mostly, but could be for corporate, any, any industry. We make lapel pins, challenge coins, buckles, ski chains with law enforcement insignias or could be a Whatever. medallion for anything. Okay. So why don't we, why don't you tell me a little bit about your industry? Because there's a lot that I'm even kind of clueless about with, with your industry. You've mentioned challenge coins a couple times, mm-hmm. and I've never heard of that term. Okay. A ch- well, a challenge coin, I'll tell you what a challenge coin is for. Okay. How's that? A challenge coin is something that has your military or law enforcement rank battalion or on it, and people carry it in their pocket. It's an honor to receive one from high-ranking individuals. I mean, the president passes passes out challenge coins. Right. So what kind of category would all these other pins fall into and buckles and stuff? Would be like memorabilia? Yeah. Okay. Got it. That was the term that I came up with for it all. So it's, 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 it's like marking a moment. Yeah. Okay like a special moment. Mm -hmm. Got it. Would you say that mostly you do pins? No, actually challenge coins is my main bread and butter. Are the main bread and butter. Do you think that to hit the wider market, um, that putting, pushing your tips in with challenge coins would be wise because people don't even know what they are. It's just finding the groups that do because think of how big the military is. Every single division has challenge coins. Every single police department has a challenge coin. Okay. Every all the corrections, they all make Got challenge it. coins and trade them and collect them. And so, so we get into that group, they all know. 
So here's something that we can do. We can make a decision right here. When, whenever I'm working with a company or an organization or a business or an individual who has an item that the general public doesn't really know what it is, but you have an audience that does, I often say, do you want to create this one-liner for a backyard barbecue? Or do you want to create this one-liner for a trade show? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like this one-liner should be for a backyard barbecue or for a trade show? A trade show. A trade show. Okay. So we're going all in on a audience that, that has knowledge, has a deeper knowledge of your industry. Let me ask this then. What makes you unique in that industry? I have patience to help them walk through the process. So tell me about the process. Well, for, for my customers, they have to get funding for it. I have to educate them on what will work and what won't. So they have to make concessions there. So it's, it's a lot of hand-holding, a lot of being patient, and to follow up, follow up, follow up. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Would you say that others in your industry are not patient and are not, uh, don't take the time to get the, get the product right? I would say that's correct. I'm probably more the Cadillac line where you're going to end up paying more and get a better, qual a better quality item. Okay. So the problem is there's a lot of options out there that's low quality. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Right. I get compared to that. Got it. I, yes, many times I lose customers because my pricing is too high. And but I, I've squeezed, I've crunched the numbers the best I can. Yeah. yeah. That's the best I can do. But it sounds like your ideal customer is somebody that's not super motivated by price. They're motivated by quality and a, a design process uh, and a process that's efficient and helpful and they get what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You get what you pay for, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, how do your customers feel after you solve this problem for them? You get them this, this item. And maybe another way to, to, to think of it is tell me about your raving fans and what do they say about you or about the process or about the product after they receive it? It most usually exceeds their expectations. Okay. What does that mean? Well, like I said, there's a lot of ugly challenge points out there. They've seen them. And mm -hmm. then when they get the one that we made, it just far exceeds that and they're just kind of blown away that how great they look okay so really it sounds like the success is you get a product that you're proud of mm -hmm. okay right right so if we started to put all this together many businesses and organizations use collectibles to mark special moments or bring awareness i like the first part of it starting off buying who your customer is so when we say businesses and organizations, marking special moments or, bring, or bringing awareness. Now let's dig into the problem. The problem is many times they settle for low quality or the design process is confusing. I like that. I have to say, it makes me feel better that I see you struggling a little. I feel like I just can't get traction because I just maybe don't really know what I'm doing. 
you have yeah yeah you have what's called the curse of knowledge oh, that's a good way to put it yeah so much about your product that to say like these even just use the word collectibles you're like yeah but there's it's it's more than just a collectible because a collectible could be like star wars figures baseball cards or whatever what's not baseball cards well how do i say it in a way that many businesses and organizations use pins and 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 challenge coins and buckles and and that's where you're starting to insert the commas people are like right came up with the it's personal achievements it's personal to them you you went up a rank you joined it A unit, you. Yeah, but to but to put the phrase a special moments that kind of encompasses all that. Yeah. Or bring awareness. Yeah. So, okay. so the problem is they often settle for low quality, and the design process can be confusing. So then the next piece of it would be the success. At the end of the day, what somebody wants is something that they're proud of. Right. They or they can take pride in. Oh, that's good. Let's say that. Take pride. My little canned, one of my canned emails is with, we want to make a product that you're proud to own. Yeah. Yeah. They are proud to own. Yeah, I like that. So I think we've landed on something that is a great start. Yeah, Many definitely. businesses and organizations use collectibles to mark special moments or bring awareness. The problem is they often settle for low quality and the design process can be confusing. We have a thorough process so that everyone gets the final product they are proud to own. Gets a final product they are proud to own. For some reason, that last sentence is bugging me. Where I'm getting stuck here is uh, there's we're using the word process twice. The problem is... They settle for low quality or the design process can be confusing. Um, oh, I see. There's process again. We have a thorough yeah. system. Yeah. And would you would you say it's a system? Yeah. At least it is for me. It's the same thing. Yeah. Same. It may not be at, it can could be clear to the customer, but for me. It's the same system every time. Yeah. Fine. You could just say it gets an item they're proud to own because is final a given? Yeah, that's true. It's the end of the process. Yeah. Okay. We have a thorough system, so everyone gets an item they're proud to own. Okay. I think I like, yeah, I like that. So let's, I think we've landed on this. Many businesses and organizations use collectibles to mark special moments or bring awareness. The problem is that often people settle for low quality or the design process can be confusing. We have a thorough system so everyone gets an item they are proud to own. Now, I, the the desire, again, that we probably both have is to expound on that and expound on that and expound on that. But I think that brings enough, uh, that checks enough boxes to go, these are the people I serve. This is the issue that they face. And this is what we do that's unique. Right. So my final question to you is, where do you think you'll use something like this first? Probably put it on my website as a description okay. or maybe my Instagram account. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And where I would put it on your website is I would, the opening header of the website, you could list 
that uh, be very specific collect uh, collectibles that mark a memory and then list out the the bullet points of what you do you're like challenge coins pins buckles and you mentioned all of those things and then as the as the user scrolls down they could read the prop this this one liner as the big problem that you solve so what on a website what you want to do is you want to first help the person identify that they're in the right place and then the second thing you want to do is uh, establish yourself as an authority who understands their problem. So I wouldn't put this as the very first thing that people see. I would put it as the second thing that they see. Okay. Yeah. And then if you're saying we have a thorough system, then the next thing you would want to do is say, you kind of go through your process. We maybe it's uh, it starts with the the material that you use and then the next thing it goes into the design that's created and the next thing goes into or maybe the first thing is like an interview process to figure out what they want and so kind of you're breaking it down and then the next thing that they'd want it you'd want them to see is like ready to get started here are the steps one schedule an intake call two decide on your goals three get a item that you're proud to own or something like that Yes, I think that would be so helpful. Like I said, I have my system and I know what it is, but I know it's not communicated well to my customer. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like you said, your big differentiator is that is your system and your process to get it right. Yeah. Because you're not going to com- you're not going to compete against the company that's creating. 2000 of these for a super low price right and it's probably low quality too right yeah they're not they're just an or the they're going through like a, a web form or they're they're probably some sort of order taking process that's not thorough that's the thing talk to a real person because that is so yeah. true when i go yeah. to competitors websites it's all done online yeah you submit your design you look for prices all of it yeah there you go maybe your call to action is something like start the conversation, talk to a human. Yeah, yeah. So, cool. That's, well, hey, this was fun. Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Follow the One Liner Workshop wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, businesses that succeed in today's marketplace invest in clarity and reject confusion. A One Liner is the first step in creating marketing that works. And if you're ready to take all your marketing to the next level, please visit welldressedwalrus.com and schedule a free consultation with me. I'll see you next time for the next episode of the One Liner Workshop.